Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I am your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 65. Well, at least it's over. At least we don't have to go to the TROP until next year, 2023. At least for that, at least until... Hold on, let me look at the schedule. At least until, hold on, I'm uh, until like April the 10th of 2023. Yeah, at least we don't have to do that until then. Thank God. Because the next time we play the Rays, it's going to be the last week of the regular season. And yeah, it's going to be at home. Anyway, what I'm getting at is Red Sox got have been swept in this three-game series in the TROP. And also, they finished uh, the the series against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay, one and nine. And the only win that they did win in Tropicana Field was the first ever meeting in April in the Trop. Yeah. Just think, I could have been in one of those games, except something happened on the Florida trip that I don't really want to get into. But yeah, so. Well, I mean, the good thing about this trip is we got to see uh, Tristan Casas' first home run, first career home run. Yep, that's the only good thing about this whole entire trip, or entire trip to the trap. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture now on my MLB at bat app on the Red Sox uh, section. or uh, So there's an article titled, Finale Lost Caps Frustrating Season at the Trop, and it just has a picture of both Christian Arroyo and Tommy Pham just looking just distraught and depressed. Like, and that's kind of how I've been – a lot of Red Sox fans have been feeling this year against the Rays, at least at Tropicana Field. Yeah. Just frustrating and depressed. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the recap. All right. None of this – yeah, none of this stuff. Let's just get it done over with. All right. Hold on. All right, so Monday, so kind of just um, Red Sox got into an early lead early on, but then right after that, just decided just to give it on up. Franchi gets hurt and stuff like that, so he uh, is out, and then Red Sox bullpen just couldn't hold on for the dub. Red Sox ended up losing this game four to three. The five game win streak comes to an end, and they fall to sixty seven and sixty nine. All right, let's get into it. Red Sox box scores leading off and playing uh, or uh, leading off and DHing is Tommy Pham. He went 0 4. He does score a run though, but no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out three times. All right, or oh, three of those four at bats, I should say. All right, bat or uh, oh yeah, we did also forget about something too. Um, Xander Bogarts, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but Xander Bogarts uh ties the multi hit uh. Hit streak record or multi-hit sus streak record? Yeah, we'll talk about that. All right. Yeah. So not the only. So Tristan Costa's home run wasn't the only. Yeah, we forgot about that whole thing. But anyway. All right. So um, batting uh, second and playing right field. Or uh, Alex Drugo, two for four. So pretty good day from him. Two runs, one RBI, one walk. And he strikes out zero times. All right. Then, batting third and playing shortstop, Xander Bogarts, two for five, so a pretty good day from him. 
a record-breaking day, I should say. We forgot about that, too. All right. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out two times. All right, then batting or uh, then batting fourth and playing third base is Rafael Devers, one for two, no runs, one RBI, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting fifth and playing uh, second base, Trevor Story, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, then batting sixth and playing first base, our rookie Tristan Casas, he goes zero for four though, but no no runs, no RBIs, no walks. And he does strike out two of those four bats. Yeah. All right, and then batting seventh and playing center field is uh, Kike Hernandez, 0 for 4. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that, too. Um, News. Well, we'll talk about that, yeah. But anyway, so, all right, so uh, he goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two times or two of those four bats. So basically the same line score as Tristan Casas. Batting eighth and playing left field is uh, Franchi Cordero, 0 for 2, and all two of those at-bats were strikeouts. Then substituting for him and playing left field is Rob Refschneider. He goes uh, 0 for 2 also, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those two at-bats. Then batting ninth and playing catcher, Kevin Fuecki, 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Pinch hitting for him is uh, Reese McGuire, one for one, so a pretty good day, all right, so much. Uh, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then Connor Wong does pinch hit or pinch runs for him, but he does not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. Okay. And as I said, just a double from Trevor Story and then a home run by Alex Dugo in the first inning, his ninth of the year, um, off of uh, Luis Patino with nobody on and one out. And then RBIs, just one from Devers, one from Story, and then one from Verdugo. All right. And then, uh, so let's see, uh, Boston pitching. Here we go. So leading off and playing, uh, or I'm not, sorry. So getting the start in this one and pitching six innings is Michael Walker. He uh, gives up seven hits, two runs, two of them were earned. But he walks nobody, strikes out seven, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.58 ERA. Jerry's Familia, he pitches 0.1 innings and gets the loss, so he's now 2-2 two and two for the year and gets a blown save also, so his third of the season. Does give up a hit but and does surrender two runs. Two of them are earned. Walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 5.82 ERA. All right, Zach Kelly, he comes in and pitches 1.2 innings. Uh, no, or uh, Does give up a hit but no runs, and none of them are earned. Uh, walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.86 ERA. All right. Just fresh off the paternity leave, old Zach Kelly. So kind of welcome back. All right. Ray's box score. So leading off and playing uh, DH is the former Red Sox farmham, Manuel Margot. He goes two for four. So a pretty good day from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out twice. All right, batting second and playing right field, Randy Orozarena, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out zero times. All right, and then batting third and playing left field is uh, David Peralta. He goes two for four, so a pretty good day from him. No runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting fourth and playing first base is uh, Harold Ramirez, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out once. 
All right, and then batting fifth and playing third base and second base, uh, Azoc Paradias. He goes 0 for 2 or 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two of those four bats. All right. Batting sixth and playing catcher is Christian uh, Betancourt. He goes uh, 1 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, batting seventh and playing uh, shortstop is Taylor Walls. He goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two of those four bats. All right, batting eighth and playing second base is uh, Yu Chang. He goes uh, 1 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, pinch hitting and playing second base is uh, Fidel Bruhan, but he only scores a run and but no at-bats whatsoever because he was – so, yeah, I'm not really sure how he got on, but, yeah, but he did score a run in that. And then playing – and then substitute – but then taking his spot in the on the lineup and playing for base is Yandy Diaz, but he does not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his last score. All right, bang ninth and playing uh, center field is uh, Jose Siri. Uh, one for free, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, eight strikes out, zero time. Okay, good. Siri did not turn on there. Yeah, they were joke. They'll sometimes joke on the radio broadcast when they're playing the Rays and Jose Siri is uh playing. They'll make a joke about like Siri on yeah Apple and stuff like that. That was kind of funny. All right. Just so really, only offense in this game for them was basically a couple of doubles or a few doubles. One from Chang, uh, one from Bedencourt, one from uh, a Rosarina, one from Ma- Margot, and then uh, one from David Peralta. And then RBIs, just uh, one from a, a Rosarina, one from Margot, one from Peralta. I can't talk. One from Peralta, and then uh, one from Ramirez. And then a stolen base by uh, Bruhan with the, or Bruhan with uh, his fifth of the year, so basically or late in the game. Right. Tampa Bay pitching, here we go. So getting the start of this one and pitching five innings was – Luis Patino, he go or he gives up five hits, surrenders three runs, three of them are earned. Uh, walks three people, strikes out four, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a four point thirty four ERA. Former Red Sox player and farmhand uh, Jalen Beeks, he comes in and pitches one inning, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, walks nobody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs. And leaves the game with a 2.80 or 60 year. Right? That's how we got Evaldi. We traded him to the Rays uh, for exchange for him. Yeah, because he wasn't cutting it here. Yeah, it wasn't cutting it in Boston. I should say he wasn't cutting it with the Red Sox. I should say that. Yeah, we are. Yeah. All right. Sorry, it's late. All right. And then coming in and pitching for him was Calvin Farcar or Far- or. Uh, Valcar, he uh, get he uh, pitches in and gets the win, so he's now two and three for the year. Does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run. Two of them, or uh, none of them, were earned. Walked two people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game the six point fourteen ERA. Colin Poche, he came in and pitched an inning, no hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.74 ERA. So, so he basically just struck out the side is what I'm trying to say. All right. And then uh, coming in the nine, the pitching in an inning and getting the save, his sixth of the year is uh, Peter Fair, or, uh, Pete Fairbanks. He uh, gives up a hit but does not surrender a run. None of them are earned. Walks nobody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and, le- and leaves the game with a 1.53 ERA. All right. 
All right, here we go. All right, so uh, Lee, all right, so to begin with, the as I said, uh, Alex Verdugo he homers uh, in the right field to make it a one nothing Red Sox lead in the top of the first inning. But then the Rays tied it up in the bottom of the first as a uh, Harold Ramirez he singles into a right field to score Manuel Margot tied up one one. But then top of the third, Rafael Devers he hits a bloop single in the center field to score Tommy Fan to make it a two to one. Red Sox lead. Then a double, an RBI double by Trevor Story. He keeps on raking and hitting a little bit too. He hits one in the left field to score. Alshrugo, 3-1 Red Sox lead. But then hold your horses. The Rays do make a little bit of a, or make a bit of a comeback. As in the bottom of the fifth, uh, Randy Rosarina, he doubles in the center field to score uh, Jose Siri. Two, three to two Red Sox lead, but by one. And then tie ball game in the top of the seventh or bottom of the seventh as uh, Manuel Margot. He doubles in the right field to score Fidel Bruja to make it 3 3. Then 4 to 3 as David Peralta. He doubles the go ahead run in for the score. Manuel Margot, 4 to 3, Tampa Bay. That's where your final score would stand. So, yeah, we forgot about this, too. So, not Tristan Costa's only uh, home run was not the only good thing that happened during the series. Um, we did see that uh, Xander Bogarts, he uh, broke – well, not actually broke. He tied the all-time record for multi-hits streak in Red Sox history, tying him with uh, Jim Rice, Kevin Euclid, and Ron Johnson. Huh. Ron Johnson? Hold on. I'm looking this up. Ron Johnson. That's, I think that might be a politician. I could be, yeah, that's a senator. Hold on. Ron Johnson. Baseball. Here we are. Oh, okay, here we are. Here's a, yeah. <sighs> Come on. <coughs> Still have a little bit of the cough. Okay, okay. I'm not talking about the senator, the Wisconsin senator. I'm talking about the baseball player. Please show. Me. Oh my God. Okay, these people are. Wait, Google's being an idiot right now. Come on. I'm talking about the baseball player, not the congressman or senator. Oh my God. Wait, this makes one retarded. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but oh my God. Come on. That's not what I mean. Oh my God! Figure it out. Not the senator. We're talking about the. All right. Sorry, my computer. Google's being dumb right here, but I'm not really sure. All right, hold on. I'm. I have a way past this. Stupid. I have a way past this. Baseball Reference. Let's go. Okay, not the Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Reference. There's. Sorry about that. All right. Here we are, Ron Johnson. All right, Ron Johnson. Okay, so, okay, here we go. You never played for the Red Sox. What, what were they talking about on Nesson? 
Yeah, it says here he never played for the Red Sox. No, he didn't. They talk about MLB all the time? Hold on, I'm I'm gonna sorry about Says here on his baseball reference, he never played for the Red Sox. He was a Kansas City Royal Montreal Expo. What are they talking about? All right, hold on. Johnson, Johnson. Yeah, there's no Ron Johnson here. There is none. There is none. He never, he, he never played for the Red Sox. I don't know. They talk about, I don't know. But anyway, before we went down the rabbit hole, we started cursing some things. Um. So anyway, um. So he did tie Jim Rice and Kevin Euclid for nine straight consecutive um, multi-hit games. So that's kind of an accomplishment. That really is cool. I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. And also, they're talking about two. I mean, seriously, he's now ahead in the either the American League batting or has the American League batting title or leading in the American League batting uh, title right now. I, yeah, right now he's leading the American League in a batting average, 315. So he might actually be a candidate for the batting title. Uh, and will be the um, yeah, Paul Goldsmith leading that category right now. He's having a pretty good year too so far. Yeah, old Goldie. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Bogarts. I mean, seriously, I mean, he could basically win an American League batting title. There could be a chance that he could. I mean, he already took a uh, Luis Arias right now, the Minnesota Twins right now, and like so far, I mean, he's been hitting it lately. Yeah, well, I mean, in this game, at like. Prior to this game, I'm not sure how. I mean, we'll probably find out in like the next few uh segment or next few uh recap games that we do for this segment, so we might find out. But so far, so good for old Bogey, pretty good. A uh, couple of nine games for him, yeah. And Michael Walker, he did a pretty cool uh, achievement too. He reached 1,000 career strikeouts, so that's pretty neat. That is pretty neat, yeah. Got that ball authenticated too, so pretty good. Out of way. If the Red Sox want to do like one of the things they need, people they need to resign, it's resign Michael Walker. That's what they need to do right now. Yeah. Speaking of resigning, we forgot to talk about before we started this segment. Guess who's coming back for 2023? Yep, it's Kike Hernandez. You probably already heard by now. Him and the Red Sox signed a one-year extension worth $10 million to come back for 2023. So at least we got our basically uh, potential center, field, center fielder and maybe shortstop, maybe infielder uh, back, our utility man. So we got him back. So basically us uh, outfielder and utility man, so pretty good. And clubhouse leader, I should say, basically clubhouse personality. Well, I shouldn't say clubhouse leader, but – Clubhouse personality, kind of like get the guys, everybody loose, stuff like that. And that's kind of one of the good things you should, if taken into consideration. Sometimes he's kind of like might have like an inconsistent and inconsistent bat sometimes, but there have been times where 
I mean, seriously, that's a dude you want in the clubhouse kind of. He's like a Johnny Gomes in a way. He is kind of like a Johnny Gomes in a way. Like, he might not have the hottest or most powerful bat and stuff like that, but at least he's a dude you want in the clubhouse, creating that culture and stuff like that and keeping everybody loose. Yeah. If not for the batter, maybe – well, I mean, you could have – I mean, seriously, for kind of knowing what we know about Durant this year and knowing how, like, he kind of, like, hasn't really been going on the field, you might need a new or need a center fielder like Kike maybe to, like, basically who knows how to kind of field and stuff like that. Yeah. So, at least, yeah, you brought him – at least for the fielding. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, another game, another loss, and an end to the five-game win streak. All right, so we'll go to break, and we'll come back and talk about game two, game three, what's up on the farm, um, regular season standings, postseason standings, and picture, uh, Red Sox stat leaders, fantasy baseball update, <coughs> and your serious look ahead to the Baltimore Orioles series and final thoughts, if we have any. All right, so don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back to talk about game two. All right, so um, the only good thing in this game is Tristan Casas. He got his first career home run of his young career, so pretty good, pretty good. Although we did have a little bit of an episode with a fan in the stands who did not want to give the ball back, apparently. Yeah, he was being a little bit of a jerk and would not give the ball back. Yeah, he was kind of being a little bit of an asshole. But it seems eventually he did get – he kind of did uh, compromise and got a few things like a bad and a meet and greet and stuff like that. But anyway, we'll talk about that too. But first, we got to talk about this game. Red Sox, however, despite the Costas' first career home run um, and maybe a Tommy Pham, another Tommy Pham home run, just couldn't get it done. Rich Hill just did not have his stuff. And the Red Sox end up falling again to the Rays, eight to four in this one. They fall. They are now at a two-game losing streak and fall and have fallen to sixty-seven and seventy, three games below five hundred. Yeah, made old fart noise. All right, all right. So Red Sox box scores. Here we go. Leading off and playing left field is uh, Tommy Pham, one for four. One run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out two times. All right, batting uh or uh batting second and playing right field is Alex Verdugo, two for four, so keeps on rolling. Pretty good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. Batting third and playing uh, shortstop is Xander Bogarts, zero for three, so the hit streak, multi hit streak, does come to an end. Um. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those three at-bats. And then he had to come out of the game after uh, more backs – or more backs um, – yeah, after more like uh, – so basically he's now day-to-day at this point. And then substituting for him is uh, Rob Refsnyder, and he played center field 0-for-1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting fourth and playing or – for or batting – I can't talk. All right. Batting fourth and playing third base is Rafael Devers. 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those four bats. 
All right, batting uh, or uh, batting fifth and playing second base, Trevor Story, 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out two of those three at bats. All right, batting sit or uh, batting six and playing uh, DH is uh, Christian Arroyo. He goes uh, one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, bat or right, and then uh, batting seventh and playing first base is uh, Tristan Casas. Uh, one for four, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, but he does strike out three times. So at least a good night for him, someone. All right. I mean, he did his first career home run. All right. Batting eighth and playing center field and shortstop is Kiki Hernandez. 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then bat, or, um, and then batting ninth and playing catcher is Reese McGuire. He goes uh, one for two, one run. Zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. And then, as I said, Tristan Casas, he hits his first career home run of the year and first of or first home run of the year and first of his career, hopefully of his long career, I should say, especially with the Red Sox, in the second inning off of TJ Charcois with a one on and two out. All right. Add away. Congrats. Uh, well, we should probably hold off on that until we get closer to uh, the – or takeaways and stuff like that, but anyway. But then Tommy Pham, he hits the 16th homer on the year in the eighth inning off of Jalen Beeks with one on and one out, so pretty good. All right. Then RBIs, two from Casas, and then uh, two from Tommy Pham, and that's about it offensively. All right. Boston pitching, here we go. All right. Um, getting the start on this one and pitching four innings and getting the loss, so he's now 6-6, six and six, is Rich Hill. Gives up nine hits, surrenders five runs. All five of them were earned. Walks a person, strikes out three, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 4.79 ERA. Right. Eduardo Bizardo, he comes in and pitches two innings, gives up two hits, surrenders two runs, all two of them are earned. Walks nobody, strikes out three, gives up two home runs, and leaves the game with a 9.00 ERA. Tyler Danish, he comes in and pitches one inning, gives up two hits, surrenders a run, and that one run was earned. Walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.05 ERA. All right. Ryan Brazier, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walks a person, strikes out no or strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 6.36 ERA. Ray's pitching or Ray's box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing for a base is Yanni Diaz. He goes one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing right field is Manuel Margot. He goes two for four, two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, so he has a pretty good night, I should say. All right, and then batting uh, third and playing left field, Randy Arozarena. He goes uh, three for four, so a pretty good night from him also. Three runs, three RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then batting fourth and playing DH is uh, Harold Ramirez, one for three or one for free, no runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Batting or uh, batting fifth and playing second base is Asoc Paradias. He goes 0 for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out three of those four bats. 
All right, batting six and playing uh, catcher is uh, Francisco Mejia. He goes two for four, so good night from him. No runs, one RBI, zero walks, any strikes out, zero times. All right. And then uh, bat, all right. And then uh, batting seven, then playing first base is uh, Christian Betancourt. He goes two for four, so a pretty good night from him. Also, one run, one RBI, zero walks, any strikes out, zero times. All right, and then uh, batting eighth and playing shortstop is uh, Yu Chang. He goes uh, two for three. So good night from him also. One run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right, and then uh, batting ninth and playing center field is uh, Jose Siri. He goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out two of those four bats. All right, doubles, as I said, Yanni Diaz, uh, two from uh, Rosarina, and then uh, one from uh, Mejia. And then uh, home runs, one from Randy Rosarina, his 19th of the year in the first inning off of a uh, Rich Hill with two on and nobody out. And then uh, Christian Betancourt, his 10th home run of the year in the sixth inning off of Eduardo Bazardo with zero on and one out. And then uh, Yu Chang's, uh, his fourth home run of the year in the fourth, in the sixth inning off of Bazardo also with uh, nobody on and one out. And RBIs, as I said, uh, three from a Rosarina, one from Bedencourt, one from Chang, and then uh, one from Mejia, and then two from uh, Ramirez. All right. All right. Or a Tampa Bay pitching. Here we go. So getting the start on this one and pitching two innings is a TJ uh, Charcois. He gives up two hits, surrenders two runs. Two of them are earned. Uh, walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 3.0 ERA. Yeah, Rasmussen was opposed to pitching this game, but he got put on paternity leave. He's expecting another, or expecting either his first child or another kid. Um, but apparently, he's been put on maternity leave, and then uh, Yan or uh, or uh, Yanni Tur or Yan Yanni Torinos is coming up and uh, substituting for him while he's gone. But yeah, he didn't get the start in this game. All right, and then. Garrett uh, Clevenger, he came in and pitched two innings and got the win, so he's now 1-1 one and one for the year. Uh, gave up a hit, but did not surrender a run, and none of them were earned, obviously. Walked no, or walked a person, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.52 ERA. All right. And then uh, Calvin Farquhar, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a full 5.74 ERA. Brooks Raley, I could be wrong. Yeah, Brooks Raley, he came in and pitched two innings, one hit, but no runs, and obviously none of them were earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.12 ERA. All right, Jalen Beeks, he came in and pitched an inning, uh, two hits. Two runs, all two of them are earned. Walked a person, struck out one, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 2.88 ERA. Jason Adam, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.28 ERA. All right. Let's get in the scoring summary. So to begin with, the Rays get on the board first, as, as I said, Randy or Rosarina, he homers in the center field to score Yanni Diaz uh, or Yanni Diaz and uh, Manuel Margot and himself to make it 3 nothing raise at that point right off the bat. All right. 
But then Red Sox, they even up or uh, basically make it a one-run game in the top of the second inning with a runner on. Tristan Casas, he goes yard for his first career home run um, to score himself and Christian Arroyo make it three to two race at this point. But then the Rays add on as uh, in the bottom of the third. Uh, Harold Ramirez, he singles in the left field to score Manuel Margot, Randy Rosarina. But then he got uh, tagged out at second base, trying to or uh, trying to make it into a double. So yeah, so but it made it a five to two uh, race lead at that point. Then bomb the six, Kristen Betancourt, he hits one in the left field to make it six to two, and then another one in the bottom of the six inning by Yu Chang back to back. He hits one in the left center field, basically the exact same spot to make it seven to two. But and then in the bottom of the seventh, uh, Francisco Mejia he doubles in the center field to score Randy Rosarina eight to two red or eight to two race at this point. Then top of the eighth, uh, Tommy Pham he makes it a four run game as he homers for the Red Sox score himself and Reese McGuire to make it eight to four race at this point. That's where your final score would stand, folks. All right. So the one good thing is. Uh, Tristan Casas hit his first career home run. Well, finally, officially, welcome to the show, Tristan Casas. Your first career ding dong. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, hopefully, first of many in your Red Sox long career, especially or in your career, especially with the Red Sox, I should say. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the fan, the the asshole who thought that he wanted to keep that ball. Yeah. So apparently, so he caught the ball, and then so he was given a hard time with uh, basically uh, Rays uh, or Rays personnel and also Red Sox personnel too. Like um, he said, like, no, I don't want to give this ball up. I really don't want to give it up kind of deal. And even the mascot uh, – DJ Kitty had to come over and try to convince him. Like, you know, you know, this is, has gone wrong when you got the mascot trying to come over and try to convince him. And he couldn't convince him either. Yeah. Yeah, heck, even Raphael Devers and Xander Bogarts had to sign balls and get, try to get him to surrender Costas' ball to try to, yeah. Yeah, they actually had to do it during the middle of the game. They had to sign actual sign balls to make sure that Costas' ball got back. <coughs> yeah. The funny thing about this dude, this dude looked exactly like Ray, Ryan Brazier. For some reason, this dude looked like Ryan Brazier. For some reason, I don't know why. Man, seriously, Ryan Brazier's evil twin just trying to create chaos in this game. <laughs> His name's Jordan, by the way, but and apparently. So he's not really a Rays fan. So apparently we found out in the broadcast that dude's an actual White Sox fan the entire time. Yeah. He's just wearing a Rays jersey on or over a White Sox shirt. Like, he even showed us, too. Like, why would you do that, you idiot? <laughs> it reminds me of this Everybody Loves Raymond episode where – um, I think it was Frank. He he caught a football and he wouldn't give it back and stuff like that. And like, <laughs> there's a line like, "You can hear them say my name. <laughs> give it back, jerk. Give it back, jerk. 
Give it back, asshole. <laughs> Get the ball back. I mean, it's not like he caught, like, Bonds. Or, like, people were saying it wasn't like he caught Bonds' 73rd home run. I mean, seriously, good Lord. Worst person ever. Ugh. Seriously, I mean, seriously, I mean. But anyway, I think they did get the ball back eventually. They did eventually persuade him to give the ball up and stuff like that. I think either that or we just haven't been told yet. Maybe he still has the ball. I don't know. But I feel I did hear that he did come to terms and he did surrender the ball. And he was given like a couple of signed bats and a chance for a meet and greet. Hmm. Meet and greet. <sighs> Seriously, worst human being ever. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's kind of mean. It's just, it, I mean, why would you hold on? I mean, seriously, if it was me and now I found out that that was someone's first career home run, I would definitely want to say, all right, seriously, yeah, I'll give you the ball back, seriously. But I do kind of want something in return. Yeah, that's why I mean. I do want something in return. But, I mean, the kind of hold, not hold you guys – Hold this ball hostage for long and stuff like that. I'll make sure to get this to you. Kind of deal. Like, like, seriously. The dude even didn't even know who Tristan Casas was until today. Or until in this game. Or until yesterday or something like that. Yeah, yesterday. Give it back, jerk. (laughs) That's what we should call this episode. That's what we should call it. Or say, give the ball back. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Give it back, asshole. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, I try to find some laughter in this terrible series that we just witnessed. Yeah. Good thing it's an off day tomorrow. Just good thing tomorrow's an off day. But good lord. I mean, seriously. How many off days do we have left? And we got one Thursday. All right, Monday. Next Monday. And then on Thursday, the 15th, so a couple more off days coming this soon. I mean, seriously, we do need it. After the long series series we've had, we do need an off day. All right. All right, we'll go to break and then wrap it up with game three of this series and then do what's up on the farm and then um, our regular season standings, postseason standings, and picture. Um, and then Red Sox stat leaders, fantasy baseball update, your serious look ahead to the Orioles series, and final thoughts if we have any. All right. So don't go anywhere, folks. All right. Welcome back to wrap up the series recap. Well, nothing much going on in this game. Red Sox just, they did out hit the Rays six to four, but by two, two hits. But in the end, the one run scored by uh, Taylor Wall's RBI single basically made the difference of this one as the Rays complete the sweep and win one nothing in soccer. That would have, or soccer slash football. That would be one nil. Yeah, learn something today. Yeah, which is basically yeah one nothing. So anyway, so anyway, so Red Sox they fall to a three game losing streak at this point. And they are now 67 and 71 right now. As of now. Yeah. To wrap up a so the last time we play at Tropicana Field for 2022. Thank God. When did playing the Rays become such a hassle? I mean, I did I do realize that we have 
beaten them in the ALDS, but last year and like basically uh, took three out of one and moved on to the ALCS. But still, I mean, regular season wise, they haven't been doing so good against them. Yeah, even Chris Cattillo even said that. <laughs> Chris Cattillo. All right, anyway, so, all right, Red Sox box scores. Leading off and playing uh, shortstop is Kike Hernandez. Um, went two for five, so a pretty good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, any strikeouts, zero times. All right, batting uh, second and playing left field, Tommy Pham. He goes uh, two for four, so a pretty good night from him. But no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. Batting third and playing left field or playing right field is uh, Alex Verdugo. 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out one of those three at bats. All right. Batting fourth and playing second base, Tr- Trevor Story, one for free, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then welcome back to the lineup. Batting fifth and playing DH, JD Martinez. 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting six and playing third base is uh, Christian Arroyo, one for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, batting seven, the playing center field, Rob Refschneider, he goes 0 for free, so no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out two of those three at-bats. All right, hold on before we talk about this. So it has been reported that Franchi Cordero has been moved to the 60-day IL after the injury he sustained on um, Labor Day Monday. So he will be pretty much out for the rest of the season. But we have called somebody up. And pinch hitting for uh, Rob Repsnyder is Abraham Almonte. He went 0 for 1, though, and that went about with a strikeout. Nope. Yep. All right. Then batting eighth and playing first base is Tristan Casas. He goes 0 for free, no runs, one RB or no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out one of those free at bats. All right. Batting ninth and playing uh, catcher Connor Wong. He goes 0 for free, also no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those free at bats. And then Reese McGuire pinch hits for him, and but he goes 0 for one, and that one at bat was a strikeout. So not really a lot of offense in this game for the Red Sox. Just a couple doubles, just one from uh, Kike and then one from Arroyo, and that's about it offensively. But a stolen base by Trevor Story, his 13th of the year, team leading, I should say. Yeah. All right, so he got some he – he got – he has another one, I should say. All right. Boston pitching, here we go. So Nick Pavetta, he pitches and pitches five innings to get the start, but he loses the game also, so he's now 9-11. Uh, gives up two hits, surrenders a run, and that one run was earned. Walks three people, strikes out three, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.29 year end. John Schreiber, he comes in and pitches an inning. One hit, but no runs, and obviously none of them are earned. Uh, walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.08 ERA. All right, Matt Strom, he can't. He, Matt Strom or Strom Bully, he comes in and pitches in the netting. One hit, but no runs, and obviously none of them are earned. He does walk a person, though, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.28 ERA. Zach Kelly, he comes in and pitches in the netting. No hits, no runs, no earned runs, 
walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives us zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.18 ERA. All right. Rays box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing third base is Yandy Diaz. He goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. So welcome back, uh, Brandon Lau. He bats second and plays second base. 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those three at bats. Christian Betancourt, he uh, pinch hits. I believe he plays catcher, I believe. I'm not really sure. Either that or he plays center. No, I think he just pinch hits. I'm not really sure yet. But he goes 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then batting third and playing DH is Harold Ramirez, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out twice of those four bats. All right. Batting fourth and playing right field, Orandia Rosarina, he goes 1 for 3, so a great good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Substituting for him in the lineup and playing center field is Jose Siri, but he does not get in bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his last score. All right. Then batting fifth and playing left field is David Peralta, 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those three at bats. All right. And then uh, batting seventh and playing center field and right field is Manuel Margot. He goes 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks. And he strikes out zero times. Right. Batting seven, the playing catcher is Francisco Mejia. He goes one for three, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. So a good night from him. Um, then bat or then uh, batting eighth and playing first base is G Man Choi. He goes zero for one, no runs, no RBIs, no walk or one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then. Uh, Pinch hitting for him and playing second base is uh, Asak Paredes. He goes 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. Taylor Walls, he uh, bats ninth and plays shortstop. He goes 2 for 3, so a good night from him, I should say. Uh, no runs, 1 RBI, 0 walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, just a double from uh, Francisco Mejia and then a uh, double from Taylor Walls, and then RBIs, just Taylor Walls had a RBI, and that's about it. All in a stolen base by Yandy Diaz, his uh, third of the year. All in one from Taylor Walls, also his eighth of the year. Yeah, so, okay. All right. Tampa Bay pitching, here we go. So, getting the start of this one and pitching three innings is the former Red Sox. Uh, Jeffrey Springs gives up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them are earned. Uh, walks a person, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.54 ERA. Yeah. And then uh, batting, or and then uh, substituting for him and uh, pitching three innings is uh, Yandy Torinos, and he gets the win. Also, he's though he's now one and zero, gives up four hits, surrenders no runs, none of them are earned. Walks a person, strikes out four, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a three point oh ERA. Colin Poche, he comes in and pitches an inning, uh, no hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.68 ERA. Jason Adam, he comes in and pitches an inning. Does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run. Obviously, none of them are earned. 
uh, walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 1.26 ERA. Pete Fairbanks, he comes in, pitches an inning, and gets to save his sixth of the year. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walks a person, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 1.45 ERA. All right. Scoring summary, just not much. Just a uh, um, top of the fifth, nothing going on to the bottom of the fifth inning, and then that's where the Rays basically just took that one nothing lead. Taylor Walls, he singles. Uh, or basically an infield single to shortstop Kike Hernandez to score Francisco Mejia, one nothing raised. That's where your final score would stand. I really got nothing much up on this game just for the fact that it was just quick. Not a lot was going on. And just, yeah, just about that. Nothing really going on in this game. Just, just kind of a slow, kind of crappy kind of game. But not much else going on. Yeah, just a sh- just a shitty way to kind of end uh, our time, or basically our time in uh, Tampa Bay for the season. Although we do have to play them one more time to wrap up the season at the end of the year, but that's about it. I mean, all right, so, so I'm going to show you the tweet. So basically, Catillo. So, so since winning the World Series, so this is what he said. So since winning the World Series in 2018. The Red Sox are 22 and 42 against the Rays during the regular season. Beating them in the 2021 ALDS when it really matters is something. But Tampa Bay has destroyed them otherwise. All right, 2019, 7 and 12. 2020, we need to forget that year. 3 and 7, which doesn't really count, but apparently in the record books it does. Uh, 2021, 8 and 11, uh, did beat him, as I said, 3 to 1 in the ALDS. And then this year, 4 and 12. Yuck. Man, how? I mean, I do realize that the Rays have been better since they have changed their names from the Tampa Bay Double Rays to the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they have kind of figured it out a little bit too, but still, I mean. <sighs> When did it become playing the Rays so hard to do? I mean, why do we dread every time we play the Rays? I mean, what have they done? They don't spend that much. They came and get like fans actually come to their actual state or come to Tropicana Field. They had to pump crowd noise. That that's what we were talking on the radio broadcast tonight too. They were talking about like how it's just so pathetic that they have to pump up crowd noise. Excuse me, pump up crowd noise because not a lot of their fans come to this, come to a trop can field in their home games. Seriously, we can fill our, I mean, we can fill our fin- Fenway Park with a lot of our fans. Seriously, and going to Tropicana Field, there's probably a lot more Red Sox fans there than there are Rays fans. That's kind of sad. That really is kind of sad. Yeah, I don't get it. I really just don't. Why has it become playing the Rays or playing any of our division opponents this year just become so hard to do? One and nine at Tropicana Field this year. One and nine. And that was the first game of the season at Tropicana Field. After that, we just let's just forget about it. Let's move on. All right. So let's uh, go to 
what's up on the farm and then wrap it up and then go to break after that. All right. So on Monday, uh, Worcester was supposed to play uh, Lee Valley Iron Pigs, but that game got postponed because of rain. Um, they will play a doubleheader tomorrow. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Tuesday, let's see. So only three of the Red Sox farm system teams played today because Worcester was off on Tuesday. All right. Okay. So Portland played against the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, but sadly lost 10-2. to two. Yeah. They are 66 and 61 at this point. Um, Sharp gets the loss, so he's now 1 and 1 with a 3.42 ERA. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then the Salem Red Sox, they took on the Fredericksburg Nationals and got blown out 15 to 5. 63 and 66 at this 63 and 63 at this point. Sinia gets the loss, so he's now 0 and 1 with a 3.05 ERA. And then the Greenville Drive, they took on the Asheville Taurus and lost 7 to 5. All right. They are um, 49 and 76 at this point. Uh, the spider home run from Nick York, his 11th of the year. Peron, or Patron uh, Artiles, he gets the loss, so he's now 3 and 11 with 5.63 ERA. So nobody won on, uh, yeah, even the. Not only did the Red Sox not win, but their farm system teams didn't do well on Tuesday. <sighs> Unreal. Okay. All right. So tonight, all right. So the Portland Sea Dogs, they took on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and won four to two. So, all right. At least for that. All right. Awesome. 67 and 61 at this point. Um, so or for John gets the win, so he's now two and zero with zero point zero ERA, and then Kennedy gets to save his fourth of the year. All right. Okay, and the Woo Sox they took on the Lee Valley Hot or Lee Valley uh, Iron Pigs and won three to one, so pretty good. Sixty eight and sixty two at this point, thanks to a home run by Bobby Dawback. Remember him, his first home run of the year for the Woo Sox. Connor Seabull, he gets the win, so he's now 8-1 with a 3.06 ERA. And Paletti gets to save his first of the year. All right, pretty good. I'm surprised they didn't call him up. I'm surprised. Huh. I guess not. All right. Okay, and then the Salem Red, so or Salem Red Sox, they took on the Fredericksburg Nationals, but sadly lost 10-8, 63-64 at this point. Per or a parole. Paradia or Perales gets the loss, so he's now 0 and 1 with a 3.38 ERA. So yeah, okay. And then they were supposed to play a second game, but that game got canceled. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, they were supposed to make that up from uh, July the 31st, but yeah, just decided did decide not to do it. Around. Greenville Drive, they took on the Asheville uh, Taurus and lost in 12 innings, seven to five. 49 and 77 at this point. Cobb gets the loss, so he's now 3 and 4 with a 6.00 ERA. All right. So let's see. And then Thursday, here we go. All right. So, um, Woo Sox will play a doubleheader, as I said, to make up the game that was lost on uh, Monday. All right. So they'll play game one. Five or a five oh five Eastern time start, four oh five central time start for me. 
Um, Santos, it will be your starter for game one. And then game two will start right after that, I believe, maybe 30 minutes or so or maybe an hour. I'm not sure. Um, no time has been decided yet. Keller will get the start for, for game two. All right. And then uh, Portland Sea Dogs will take on Binghamton, six o'clock uh, Eastern Time start, and then uh, five o'clock Central Time start for me. No starter has been announced yet. All right, Salem Red Sox will take on the Fredericksburg Nationals again, seven o five Eastern Time starts, six o five Central Time start for me. Cruz will be your starter for Salem. All right, and then uh, Greenville will take on Asheville again. That game will also be at 7.05 Eastern Time start, and then 6.05 Central Time start for me. Um, no starter has been announced yet for Greenville. All right. I wonder how much left the season is left. Because yeah. I do uh, know that um, – uh, let's see. that. Uh, hold on. That I know the, this weekend will probably be the last uh, end of the regular season for Greenville and uh, – Salem. I'm not sure uh, what Greenville will be. Let's see. So yeah. So yeah. So they got until like the yeah. So at least Greenville. I'm pretty sure Greenville is going to be out of the postseason at this point. So this will probably be the last four games of uh start or starting tomorrow will be the last four start of last four games of the regular season or regular season and the season entirely because I'm pretty sure they're out of it. With the record they have, I mean they're pretty they're pretty much out of it and done. All right, uh, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it looks like they're done. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like they're done. Yeah, I don't think they're making the postseason. I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah, all right, so but then let's see how Salem's doing because I think their season's supposed to end next or uh, regular season's supposed to end. This weekend or weekend two. Not sure if they're going to make the posting or not. 63 and 64. Let's see. All right. And then, yeah, as I said, they'll wrap up uh, this weekend two with Fredericksburg, and that will be about it. And then let's see postseason. Uh, Carolina League. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not – yeah, it's kind of looking like they might not make it in either. So, yeah, so maybe this is probably the last kind of round for 2022 for Salem and uh, Greenville. Portland, however, I think they got one more week left of the regular season. I could be totally wrong on that too. Yes, they do play until um, the weekend of my birthday, so till the 18th of September. So the day after my birthday, I should say. Happy birthday, Tom. Not yet. <laughs> So, yeah, so they'll play until the 18th Portland, and then, let's see, will they begin the postseason? Hold on. Eastern League. Oh, A. come on, load. All right. Oh, looks like they might be in. Uh, looks like they, we might be some see some postseason play for Portland. Okay. I do believe, I do think Worcester might be in it, too. Let's see. Their season will end. Let's see, they'll go up until like basically around the same time as a uh, MLB too. So maybe around the end of September. Yeah, the twenty eighth of September against Rochester. 
And I'm pretty sure they're kind of buying for a postseason spot, too. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, they're kind of fighting for one, too. So they might get in, maybe not get in in the um, International East League. All right. Hmm. So that is... Uh, what about specifically? Right. So that will be about it for what's up on the farm. All right, we'll go to break and then wrap it up with a regular season standings, postseason standings, and picture. Um, Red Sox stat leaders, um, fantasy baseball update, your serious look ahead to the Orioles series, and final thoughts if we have any. So don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back to uh, wrap, start wrapping up the show, but first let's go over regular season standings. So currently right now in the American League in the East, leading the team, leading the Leading the division uh, right now, it leading the pack right now in the East is New York Yankees, an 8-3 and 54 record. But don't look now, right behind them by five games is the Tampa Bay Rays with a 70, 70, 77 and 58 record. Right behind them is the Toronto Blue Jays, 76 and 60. Right behind them are the Baltimore Orioles with a 72 and 65 record. And in dead last place, and 16 and a half games back is your lovely Boston Red Sox, 67 and 71. Yeah. All right. In the central division, lean the pack right now still is the Cleveland Guardians with a 70 and 65 record. But right behind them, two and a half or two games is the Minnesota Twins. Don't look now, 68 and 67. Uh, right behind them is the Chicago White Sox, 69 and 68. Right behind them is the Kansas City Royals, 56 and 82. And in dead last place um, is the Detroit Tigers, 19 games back, 52 and 85. All right. All right. And then in the West Division, leading the pack right now is the Houston Astros with an 88 and 49 record. Best team in the American League right now. Lead. Right behind them, well, actually, 11 games back behind them is the Seattle Mariners, 77 and 60. Right behind them is the LA Angels, 60 and uh, 77. Right behind them is the Texas Rangers, 59 and 77. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in the American League right now, and Matt are now eliminated from posting the contention, so their season is pretty much over now. Is the Oakland A's 50 and 87? 30 games back. Uncle Tom, why are the A's stink so much? Your owners don't care, Fox. Just <laughs> kind of like our owners, they don't care. <laughs> I hope we don't turn into like the A's or the Tigers. I hope to God we don't. <laughs> oh my God, jeez. All right. Yeah, let's just keep moving. Let's just keep moving. Yeah, this is bringing on bad thoughts. All right. In the National League in the East, leading the pack right now is the New York Mets with an 87-51 and 51 record. But don't look now. Right behind them by half a game is the defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, 86-51. and 51. Right behind them are the Philadelphia Phillies, 77-61. and 61. Right behind them, Miami Marlins, 55-80. and 80. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in baseball, also eliminated from posting contention now, is the Washington Nationals, 48 and 89, 38 and a half games back. 
Hmm. Yeah. See, there are worse teams than us right now. Ugh. All right. All right. Yeah. So yeah, the Washington Nationals. Their season is donezo too. All right. In the Central Division, leading the pack right now is the St. Louis Cardinals, eighty-one and fifty-six. Right behind them, or right behind them by nine and a half games, is the Milwaukee Brewers, seventy-one and sixty-five. Right behind them, Chicago Cubs, 57 and 59. Right behind them, Cincinnati Reds, 40, 54 and 80. And in dead last place, 30 and a half games back, is the Pittsburgh Pirates, 50 and 86. I did get word, uh, I just found out on the tra- or, uh, MLB tra- or transactions for the Pirates. I did see that uh, my buddy Colin Holderman got placed on the 60 day IL, so it's kind of looked like his season might be done. This year, I think it's right shoulder inflation. So basically, the same thing he was getting with the Mets. So yeah, yeah, yeah kind of a bad ending to a season. He was doing so good, and then just like that, I mean, ugh. I hope, I hope it's, I hope he does have a long career. I really just hope, just for the fact that he is a buddy of mine, and I kind of do want to see buddies of mine, especially when they get up to the show, basically succeed. So hopefully, hopefully he'll come back for 2023. Yeah. All right. In the West Division, leading the pack right now, and the best team in baseball right now is the LA Dodgers, 94 and 42. First team to 90 wins. <laughs> All right. Um, right behind them, San Diego Padres. Well, not technically right behind them, 19 games back. Uh, but behind them is the San Diego Padres, 76 and 62. Behind them, the San Francisco Giants, 65 and uh, 70. Behind them, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, 65 and 71. And in dead last place and 36 games back is the Colorado Rockies, 59 and 79. So if the regular season were to end today and the postseason were to begin, this is what your picture will look like. All right. In the American League, your number one seed and West Division winner is the Houston Astros. Your second seed and East Division winner, the New York Yankees. Your Central Division winner and third seed is the Cleveland Guardians. And your three wildcard teams in this particular in this order: Tampa Bay Rays, Seattle Mariners, and Toronto Blue Jays. But four and a half games back and still not out of it is the Baltimore Orioles. So don't at least don't count them out just yet. Yeah, they kind of got that we're not going to take it mentality anymore. I kind of do like that. They've always been at the bottom of the the American League and in the, in the MLBs also, and now they're kind of making a push for a postseason run. I mean, you kind of do have to admire that. Please. That's the Red Sox next opponent. All right. Yeah, they're not really saying that the A's have been eliminated yet. Huh. Weird. Well, by now they would have, uh, but whatever. I don't know. Maybe it might be on the actual website. I don't know. Yeah, maybe on, on the app. All right. Okay. In the National League right now, um, your West Division winner, number one seed, and number overall number overall seed is the LA Dodgers. Your second seed and East Division winner, the New York Mets. Third seed and Central Division winner, St. Louis Cardinals. And your three wildcard teams in this order, the defending champion, Atlanta Braves, the Philadelphia Phillies, and San Diego Padres. But four and a half games back and nine and a half games back 
uh, still is the Milwaukee Brewers and San Francisco Giants, so just don't count them out just yet. But yeah, they're kind of still on the hunt for it, too. Yeah, especially with San Diego's bullpen, especially their closer, Josh Hare. Used to be the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, he's been known lately at blown games so far, so maybe the Padres might not get maybe will lead. I don't know. I don't know. The Brewers are kind of starting to lose a little bit too, so maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we're seeing it's starting to get hot in here. It really is. Yes, yeah, it's starting to get a little bit hot in the standings. All right, let's see. All right, Red Sox stat leaders. Here we go. All right, so batting average, uh, batting average leader and basically batting average leader in the American League right now is Xander Bogarts with a three hundred fifteen batting average. Um, home runs leader Rafael Devers twenty five. RBI leader is Devers also with seventy three. Stolen bases, uh, Trevor Story with thirteen. Run scored Dev or Bogarts with a 77. On base percentage, Bogarts with 382. Slugging, Devers with 538 or 530. OPS, Devers also with 878. Hits, it's uh, Bogarts with 153. Doubles, three way tie between uh, Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez with 37. Then uh, triples, Durant with three. Uh, walks, it's uh, Bogarts with a 48. Strikeouts, it's Martinez with 123. Caught stealing, it's uh, JBJ with three or Jackie Bradley Jr. with three. Gains played, it's uh, Verdugo with 131. And then at-bats, it's for also Verdugo with 510. Or at-bats, yeah, I should say at-bats. Did I say game started? No, I meant to say at-bats. Right. Pitching, here we go. All right, so ERA, it's Pavetta with a 4.29. Wins, it's Michael Walker with 10. Strikeouts, Pavetta with 148. Saves, it's uh, the Collinsville, Illinois native, Tanner Houck with 8. Whip, it's uh, Pavetta with a 1.30 or 1.32. Uh, Bang average against, it's Pavetta with a 246. Innings pitch, it's a uh, Pavetta with a 155.1. Complete games, it is a three-way tie between Evaldi, Pavetta, and Waka with one. All right, and then and that's probably how it's going to be for the rest of the year kind of deal. All right, games played, it's a uh, Brazier with a 57, Jordan's twin brother. <laughs> All right, game started, it's a uh, Pavetta with 11. Save opportunities to Schreiber with a 10. Earn runs given up, Pavetta with 74. Runs given up, Pavetta with 74 also. Hits given up, Pavetta with 146. Uh, home runs given up, Evaldi with 21. And then walks, it's Pavetta with a 59. Right. Then fielding, here we go. So games played, it's a Bogarts with 127. Games started, it's Bogarts with 127. Um, innings played, it's Bogarts with 1,095.2. Total chances, Vasquez with a 649. Putouts, Vasquez with a 610. Assists, Bogarts with 344. Errors, Devers with 13. Double plays, Bogarts with 64. 
uh, stolen bases or uh, stolen bases against Pawecki with 39. Caught stealing against uh, Vasquez with 16. Stolen base percentage against it's a uh, Vasquez with 669 or nine or 98. I should say, yeah. Uh, pass balls Vasquez with three. Uh, wild pitches Vasquez with 20. Uh, fielding percentage it's a uh, Nick Pavetta with a thousand, and then range factor it's Vasquez with 8.24. Right. That is it for Red Sox stat leaders. All right, let's go over fancy and we will go to break. All right. MLB play section. Here we go. All right. So, um, beat the streak. Let's see. So, we left off on Monday. All right. So, I had Rowdy Telez on Monday of the Milwaukee Brewers, and then Kerry Carpenter of the Detroit Tigers, one of their top rookies. All right. So, Telez went two for four, but Carpenter went over free. Thank you, Carpenter. All right. Tuesday, I had, uh, Francisco Lindor of the New York Mets, and then Xander Bogarts of your Boston Red Sox. Frankie went one for four or one for five, and then Bogey went zero oh for three. So yeah, yeah, Bogey kind of yeah, pooped the, yeah, kind of pooped the bed. All right. Then today I had a uh, CJ Chrome of the Colorado Rockies, and then Mookie Betts, formerly of your Red Sox, but now the LA Dodgers. Um, Chrome went 0 for 4, and then uh, Betts went uh, 1 for 4, or 1 for 4. And then tomorrow, hold on, I got to put that in. So tomorrow I have uh, Nick, or Nick Sensel of the Cincinnati Reds, and then Garrett Cooper of the Miami Marlins. All right, let me put that in real quick. Garrett... Not Gary Cooper, the actor, the 19, 1930s, 1940s actor, Gary Cooper. Yeah, they were making jokes about that, too. That was kind of funny. Garrett Cooper, not Gary. <laughs> All right. Okay, quick pick. Let's see. So, so I left off on Sunday because we didn't find out the update on that. So, on Sunday, I went three for seven. Monday, I went two for seven. Um... Yesterday I went three for seven, and today I'm kind of still waiting on the results on that. So we probably, as I said, and keep on saying, it will be. We'll have to wait until tomorrow. Yeah, they gotta make us wait until tomorrow. That's stupid. Whatever. All right, Diamond Derby. All right, okay. So Monday I scored zero runs on three bases. Tuesday I scored one run on five bases, and. Yesterday or tonight, I scored one run on four bases. All right. So that's about it for Diamond Derby. All right. So MLB Pickle. So let's see. So I'm on. So at this point, I'm on a four game uh, win streak at this point. And now it's now at this point on Monday, it turned into a five, um, 31 and 16 with a 60.0 win or 60 or 66 uh, win percentage. And the correct answer was uh, Jacob DeGrom on the New York Mets, which I got right. All right, Tuesday, um, six games at this point, 32 and 16, with a 66.7 win percentage. And the correct answer was Garrett Hamilton of the Colorado Rockies. 
And then today my win streak reached to a seven as I got seven straight correct uh, answers. Fergie 3 and 16 with a 67.3 win percentage. And the correct answer for today was Cal Raleigh of the Seattle Mariners. All right. So that's it for MLB Pickle. And then MLB Base Chase. Here we go. All right. Let's get it to MLB Base Chase. All right. So, um... Monday, I had Paul or Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals, Jordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros, and then Mike Trout of the LA Angels. All right, Goldie went or scored zero bases. Jordan had two, and then Mike or and then Trout had seven, so nine bases in total for Monday. So basically, four shy of the record. And then Tuesday, I had uh, Ian Happ of the Cubs, Christopher Morrell of the Cubs, and then uh, Juan Gomes of the Cubs also. All right. Happ uh, scored four bases. Morrell had one, and then Gomes had a zero. So five bases in total. So basically uh, eight shy of the record. All right. And then today, I had uh, Brian Reynolds of the Pirates. Uh, Rolf or Rolf or Rolfo, or Rolfo Castro of the Pirates, and then uh, O'Neill Cruz of the Pirates also. Um, Reynolds had zero bases, Castro had zero, and then uh, O'Neill Cruz had two bases. So basically, two bases. So basically, uh, eleven shy of the record. So I've been kind of falling back a little bit. All right. So my, as I said, my personal best or single day best has been 13 and total base season total is 203 bases. So that's about it for MLB play. All right, let's go over actual fancy and then we'll uh, go to break and start wrapping up the show. All right. All right. So the Oakland bad bar. So they wrapped up the season with a win 16 and four at this point. So right now, pretty good. So they won their game, our last game of the regular season, with a 246 to 218 victory over Team Archibald. And right now in the postseason, they're in the semifinals, and they're currently losing the double D, 206 to 84. So they're kind of getting blown out right now. Ugh, not great. Yeah, a little bit of an upset. Yeah, but there's still time. I mean, we don't have until the 18th to kind of figure this out. So I mean, we've got about two weeks. So. Yeah, so figure it out, Oakland Babars. <laughs> All right. So the wearing of the green, they've wrapped up the regular season with a 15-5 and five record, so pretty good. And they did win their game of the last regular season, 306-195 uh, to 195 victory over San Francisco Rachel. And they're right now in the postseason, the semifinals against Team Mackey, but they're currently losing 86-81 to right now. Yeah. Not great. So, yeah. Still time, though. Still time. Still have faith. And I haven't given up hope yet. All right. So, pay Rafi Devers. So, currently, they are, uh, they finished the regular season with a 13-7 and record. All right. And I believe they did win their game on last week. Yes, they did. 275-174 to against DH Money. And currently, they're in the postseason right now. Also in the semifinals. Against T or against Nashville, 
but they're currently losing 208 to uh, 106. Still time, though. Still time. All right. All right, so the Yankees lose. So currently they wrapped up the regular season with a 12-8 and record. And let's see how they – I don't remember how they did last week. They lost their game against uh, Team Bulldogs, 384 to 314. See, and and they are in the postseason, also in the semifinals also, but currently losing the Team P, 177 to 155. Yeah, still time, though. All right, dancing on my own. So currently right – or so they've wrapped up the regular season with a 9-11 record. And I do believe they did lose their game last week. I could be wrong. No, they actually won their game against Team Foss, 334 to 229. But they're not in the semifinals or the winner's bracket. They're in the Constellation uh, ladder. And currently right now, they're losing their game against Team Rate, 194 to 111. Yeah. Yeah, so the championship might still be out, but maybe a consolation prize, maybe. I don't know. All right, Arthur reads the GOAT, so they've wrapped up the regular season with a 9-11 and 11 record. And let's see, they did – let's see how they did last week. They lost their game against Team Dinger Time, 326 to 249. All right, and right now they are not in the postseason or the semifinals. They're in the consolation bracket. And currently, right now, they're getting blown out by uh, Team Hotskins, 236 to 93. Yeah. All, right. All right. So that is it for ESPN. They're in the postseason right now. Let's check on Yahoo. Yahoo. All right. All right. So let's see. Call him Poppy. They uh they are currently now 12 and 8 right now. And last week, um, they uh, lost or won their game against a team that we cannot say on air because it's not appropriate, but they won their game 5-4. to four. And currently this week, the last week of the regular season, they are currently losing the Team Cobras 6-3. Uh, to three. All right. So Royal Rooters, so currently they are 9-9-2. Nine, nine Two, so nine wins, two losses, or nine wins, nine losses, and two draws. And currently this week, or last week, they won their game against Orioles what, five to four, so or five to three, so pretty good. And currently this week, they're beating uh Townsville nine, four to two, so pretty good. All right. Last week of the as I said, the last week of the regular season. All right. So starting nine, they are currently a five, fourteen, and one. So five wins, fourteen losses, and one draw. Yuck. Last week they uh, lost to Dennis's dazzling team seven to three, and this week they are losing to a uh, Bozo time five to four. Ugh. They might not make the postseason. Ugh. All right, so section ten. So currently. Um, they are not eight, nine, and three. So eight wins, nine losses, and three draws. Um, last week they beat Disciples of Christ eight to one. All right, so pretty good. And then this week they are tied with 
Andre's astonishing team four to four. So yeah, so they might end this. Yeah, eight, nine, and four. So Gone Bridge. So currently they are 10, 9, 10, and one. So nine wins, ten losses, and one draw. All right, let's see how much time. All right, so we got enough time, so we'll wrap this up. All right. So currently, last week they uh, lost their game against Glenn's Grand Team, eight to one. And this week they are tied up with the hard liner to uh, oh no okay never mind all right never mind team we can't say on all right so they're they're tied up with a certain team that we can't say the name of five to five right yeah but it had a, I, I could it didn't get the full name but i did see a picture of the avatar picture and it, it didn't look great yes yeah, so, all right all right so the frio takes so currently right now they are 11, 7, and 2. So 11 wins, 7 or 11 wins, 7 losses, and 2 draws. Last week they lost to not, mu not much adults about nothing, 6 to 4. So they lost their game last week. And this week they're beating Beantown Slashers 5 to 2. All right. Last week of the regular season for Yahoo Fancy. Then postseason time. So that's it for Fancy. All right. We'll go to break and then come back and wrap it up with a serious look ahead to the Orioles series and final thoughts. Don't go anywhere, folks. All right. Excuse me. Man, burped. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. Yeah, I still burped. All right. Here we go. So, welcome back to – so, we're going to wrap the show with your serious look ahead to the Baltimore Orioles series. All right. So, anyway. So, Friday, so this series will happen between Friday the 9th of September and Sunday, September the 11th. So the 21st anniversary of 9-11, don't forget. So anyway, so yeah, September 11th, yeah. All right, so game one on Friday. That game will be at 6.05 Central Time, 7.05 Eastern Time for most of our fan base, like Red Sox fan base. All right, Brian Bayo will take on uh, Austin Vogue. All right, Bayo, he is – Fresh off his uh, first career victory, he is one and four with a five point ninety one ERA. Last time he pitched, as I said, come on, load. Um, was off on a Saturday against the Texas Rangers. He pitched six innings, gave up three, only three hits, did not surrender a run, walked only a person, struck out five, and got his first career win of his hopefully long career, hopefully with the Red Sox. All right. Anyway, so pretty good. All right. Hoping to make it his second second straight win and second career win on on Friday, but we'll see. All right. Austin Vogue. He Austin Vogue. He is a two four and two with a four point forty one ERA. Last time he pitched. Hold on. Let's load. Oh, he's kind of close to the same age as me, except he's a. Well, he's nineteen ninety two, baby, but he probably wouldn't have gone to this, gone around. Yeah, he would have been in high school around the same time, or would have been a year ahead of me in high school. But anyway, anyway, so he last time he pitched was on a uh, Saturday against the Oakland A's. Pitched three point one innings, gave up six hits, surrendered a run, walked nobody, struck out four, and got a no decision in that outing. All right, so that's Friday. Saturday, that game will be at 4.05 Central Time, 
uh, 5.05 Eastern time for pretty much most of our fan base. Michael Walker versus uh, you love him, you hit, you love him, you know him. It's TBD. The Orioles have not announced a starter yet. All right, but Michael Walker, we'll talk about him. He is ten and one, just fresh off his uh one thousand career strikeout performance or break record breaking. So last time he pitched, as I said, Memorial Day week or Memorial Day on Monday against the Rays. Come on, load, load. All right. All right, so anyway, so Friday or uh, Monday, as I said, he pitched six innings, gave up seven hits, surrendered two runs. He uh, walked nobody, struck out seven, and got a no decision in that outing. All right. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get <laughs> Yeah, really. All right. And then Sunday on September 11th, um, remember 9-11. Don't forget. All right, so – um. 12.05 Central Time start, um, 1.05 Eastern Time for uh, most of our fan base. Rich Hill versus uh, Kyle Bradish. All right. So, anyway, so it's also um, – yeah, so I forgot tomorrow is uh, NFL opening day and also opening week for this weekend. Yeah, all right. Anyway, but anyway, move on. To, let's talk about baseball here. All right, Rich Hill, he uh, pitched – or. Uh, he is six and six on um, with a four point forty eight ERA or eighty four ERA. Last time he pitched was on Tuesday against the Rays. He pitched uh, four innings, gave up nine hits, surrendered five runs, walked a person, struck out three, and got the loss in that outing. All right, and then Kyle Bradish. He is three and five for the year with a five point thirty ERA. Last time he pitched was on um, was on Tuesday, also against the Toronto Blue Jays. Three innings, gave up six hits, surrendered three runs, walked two people, struck out three, but got another decision in that outing. Yeah, he looks, he really looks like someone that I coached for normal community baseball. He really does. He he really does. He looks like somebody. Yeah, he really does. And then Monday will be an off day, just kind of like tomorrow will be an off day before we have to take on the Yankees. All right. But but right now, let's talk about the Orioles, not the Yankees right now. All right. Let's check what the weather is going to be like in old Baltimore. Oh, yeah, last time, also like Tampa. <coughs> anyway, last time like Tampa Bay this year, this will be the last time we'll play in Cannon Yards until 2023. All right, so last time for 2022 in old uh, Baltimore. Because the next time we do play the Orioles this year, we'll be at home at Fenway. All right, to wrap up the regular season somewhat. All right, and maybe the season total, I don't know. I think at this point, I mean, we're kind of throwing up the white flag of surrender for the season. All right. Okay, so Friday... Game time temperature and weather. It will be mostly clear skies, 66 degrees. Winds light and variable. 12% chance of rain, which is nothing. All right. And then Saturday. Get out of here, you ad. All right. All right. And then Saturday. Um, variable of clouds and sunshine, 84 degrees. Winds east to 5 to 10 mile per hour winds and a 12% chance of rain, which is still nothing. All right. And then Sunday, 
Cloudy skies, slight chance of rain showers, 82% chance of rain, uh, 82 or no, 82 degrees, 5 to 10 mile per hour winds from the southeast, and then 24% chance of rain. Right. 80% chance of rain. I kind of, a little bit me saying, knowing this year and kind of how the Red Sox have been forming, bring on the rain. Yeah, bring on the rain. Except it's not really going to happen. I don't think it's going to rain. I don't think it is. They're going to make us play for these games. Yep, because we can't make them up, apparently. <laughs> we can't play double headers apparently, because that would be bad. They don't want to do that. Anyway, all right. Anyway, at this point, we're almost getting close to the end, so just kind of just roll through it. Just coast. All right, anyway. All right, so that's about it. Final thoughts? Just got nothing much else. I mean, glad tomorrow is an off day. Red Sox cannot harm me tomorrow. They can't. Not until Friday, though. They can't. I shouldn't be saying that about my team. I do love the Red Sox, but it's just it's just one it's just been one of those years. This one been one of those years where like nothing's going right sometimes for us, and sometimes there have been some time. I should say this: there have been times where it has been. That's like June. I felt great to be a Red Sox fan. I mean, seriously, we there June kind of gave us a little bit of hope, maybe a chance at a postseason. And then right after that, July came around and just kicked us right in the gonads. <laughs> they basically, yeah, they basically just, hey, you're having fun with this 2022 season, yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Basically, just yeah, just kicked us right in the gonads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My four-year-old nephew did, or my two-year or one-year-old nephew, almost two-year-old nephew, did that. So anyway, we got back from the zoo, or we were leaving the zoo here in town. Um, so my nephew is like, or my one-year-old nephew, like he really is clingy to his mom. So, um, so we were gonna put them all in the car, in her car, um, because I went with my dad because we went to the zoo kind of like it was kind of a thing before I went to work, just kind of just hang out with my nephews and stuff like that because. It was an off day for them. They weren't going to their uh, daycare, so, um, so basically, let's go take uh, the four nephews to the zoo, which is Mill Park Zoo in here in town. So anyway, so to the story. So we were just about ready to pack up the car and get ready to go to lunch, and then so Katie told me, "Hey, um, hold uh, Holland for me," and then Holland just started going, "Oh no, mama, mama!" I started kicking his legs, and then apparently. His feet kind of basically uh, tapped my gonads. I'm like, oh! <laughs> Just kicked me around the nuts. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's, that's kind of... Uh, anyway, so anyway, so back to the... Yeah, that's kind of what the last couple of months for the Red Sox had. Just like, they kind of give you hope, and then right after they give you hope or give you a little bit, like, looks like light at the end of the total... They basically just, yeah, they just kick you right in. Yeah, they just. That's how this whole 2022 season has just been just. I don't know. Hopefully 2023 might be better, but you never know. We're losing a few guys. We're losing JD. We might be losing, like, someone like Evaldi. 
We might even lose someone like Xander. I hope that doesn't turn out to be the case. I hope they do come to the table and give Bogarts and give Bogarts a contract, one that he is will agree to and be happy with and stuff like that. I just don't want another repeat of the Mookie thing. I really don't. Because really, they're already making jokes about the whole thing, like how Mookie's the next Babe Ruth and like how like in 2018 and 1918, the Red Sox won a World Series and then 1919 19, and 2019, they had a, had a – hangover year and then in the offseason they traded Babe Ruth and now the Red Sox in the offseason of 2019-2020 traded Mookie Betts and then they made the joke of will this be the next time in 86 years they won't win another World Series? Will their next one be in 2104? I just thought oh my god Jesus Christ I hope not I hope not I hope another World Series title is in the in the horizon and that's what 2021 kind of gave me a little bit of hope for. We can win again. And hopefully, I, I do believe we will win again. It's just, I don't I don't think this year we'll win this year. I hope in the future we will win again. I feel like we will do. We will win again. We will get number five, and we will get number 10 in franchise history pretty soon. Just keep on hoping. Just keep the faith, everyone. It probably won't happen this year. Yeah, definitely it probably won't happen this year. But I know in the future it will happen again. Just give up hope. Just give some optimism. That's what I kind of not really big, really, really like about Red Sox Nation. We just are too pessimistic. We just really are just too pessimistic. I do realize you've got to be realistic and it can't be all uh, sunshine and rainbows and unicorns all the time. But, I mean, seriously, you got to have a little bit of have a little bit of faith. I just you just can't be pessimistic all the time. Well, that's my final thought. All right, anyway, all right. Anything else? All right, let's get this done. I got some stuff to do, and I want to go to bed at this point. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on Instagram or on TikTok at lowercase socks Illinois. Follow the show on Instagram also at lowercase socks Illinois. Uh, like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Maybe Apple, I'm not really sure. I got, I still got to look if we uh, still have a, a feed on Apple. But for now, just go to Spotify and Google at this point. Pop, mainly Spotify too, just mainly Spotify, but anyway. All right, with that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right, see you guys Sunday night. Banyana.